You can't keep a job. <laughs> so you just went ahead and created your own. That sounds like me. But I think that sometimes that kind of independence is the best way to it be is. in Washington. It is. Because you can speak the truth and you don't care. And if they say, you will never work in Washington again, God just opens another that's, door. Yeah. Well, that's the, I think that's something that we really starts off with our whole biblical talk. Yeah. There's a, there's a saying, and, and the left uses this a lot, lot that, you know, you, every opportunity, every crisis is an opportunity. Mm -hmm. Well, for the church and for Christians, every crisis is an opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Because people who are living a life thinking they can live it without Christ, mm. when that anchor gets a little bit jostled, and they say, wait a second, is this all there is? Or I'm, I'm losing some of the things that I was really leaning on. Mm -hmm. They look to lean on God. That is true. And that's a and it's an opportunity. And we are either gonna be there as Christians right. to be to show them the rock right. that they can rely upon, the anchor that they should have in their lives, right. or we're not going to be. And if we're not, we're failing. But then we're failing. We're failing ourselves. We're failing to witness. And, and many that went before us and, and lost their lives and had a whole lot harder time than we do uh, to, um, to keep Christianity alive. So we do have an opportunity to keep Christianity alive. Uh, alive. But, you know, Omar, well, based on what Richard just said, I think that one area that we might be failing is, you know, in our schools. We turn turned our children over to these pagans to educate them. And now when people found out during uh, COVID uh, that CRT was in their books and they started looking at this in, in fright, right. uh, the, the change that they wanted to make was to go be on the school boards, which is government. I, I just often wonder, are we in a God or government moment. Christians shouldn't live at the hand of Caesar. We should be able to create our own environments. And how come we're not seeing more of, or hearing more of that type of activity uh, when we're in these darker moments? You know, I actually believe in, in what the Bible says. And the Bible says, live in the world, but do not be of the world. Mm -hmm. So it's, I, I believe it's okay for people to go on those school boards mm -hmm. and it, because they are paying taxes into into this system that doesn't look like it's going to change at least anytime soon. Mm -hmm. So, so can we'll they try to correct it? Is what you're right. Saying. Mm -hmm. So they have to. So we have to live in this world. We have to do commerce. We have to do certain things here, mm -hmm. but we don't have to be of the world. Okay. And if you don't like it, you can. You can try to make a difference in it. You can try it. to make a difference either through the system or creating your own lane. Now, well, let me ask you this then, Richard, because this, Omar just said a lot, because I think that this is where bread does break down a lot in, mm -hmm. in, in the role that we as Christians play. This is fascinating because what I'm hearing Omar say is, we, we could take over while others are saying, no, we need a boycott. No, we need to pull out. Where, where, where should we find ourselves? Or as Omar's pointed out, in both. Yeah, well, I'm, a, I'm an advocate of being in both because I am in both. Okay. You know, I'm Americans for Limited Government. I'm the president of that organization. Mm -hmm. We're a secular organization. Mm -hmm. But I use the platform to talk about Christian principles and mm -hmm. in places where it's appropriate, even not appropriate sometimes, I, I, <laughs> I become pretty evangelical. Right. But, it's a, but the point of the matter is, it's a, we do have a responsibility to defend our capacity to raise our children. Mm -hmm. That is our number one responsibility is defend our capacity to raise our children. Okay. And there are people in this federal government and, and there's a proposal to take over education to the age of two. Oh. They want to compel kids to go out of your house and into a public school system it, at the age of two. two years and old. the reason they want to yeah. do that 
uh, they're saying, oh, because we want to take the pressure off a working mother. The real answer is mm -hmm. they can't because they are trying to limit parental influence mm. and parental influence on those children because it drives them nuts that the kids listen to their parents still, even mm -hmm. when they're teenagers, they're mm -hmm. still longing for their parents' approval, approval. and for their mm -hmm. information, even mm -hmm. though they might not look like it. Mm. And this, that drives those who want to control the future generations nuts because they don't have control. Right. And okay, so, so protect then, your kids. Well, the, okay, to protect your kids. So now let's go to the point that Omar made. And Omar, I want you to elaborate on it. So is part of protecting the kids is to go into a pagan system and try to change it from inside. Okay, well, I'll answer in, in that. I think, it's, I think you have to get on your knees and ask the question of what you're, how you're supposed to react to that. Mm -hmm. You know, some children, you don't want to have your children in that pagan system. I, if I had children, they wouldn't be in the, in the public school system under any circumstance. Mm -hmm. Okay, but having said that, mm -hmm. you know, what role are you going to play? Are you going to go and you're going to organize other parents so you can have a homeschooling network? Mm -hmm. Are you going to go in and try to change the school board? Are you going to run for state office so you can change the state rules so just do something it. related but, to but it. But do what you're called to do. 